Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Corey Cole started The Rugged Company, all-natural quality skincare and beauty products for everyday people. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, leading local living. Corey, thank you for coming to the All Indiana Podcast Network studios. Thanks for having me. It's great I'm to excited. see you. It's good to see you. It's been a minute. You joined Indiana Originals in 2014, correct? Yes. yes. It has been incredible to watch your company grow. For those that aren't familiar with the Rugged Company, tell us exactly what you do. Yeah, so we are an in-house line of products that we you know, self-brand, the Rugged Company products, skincare. We started with just the beard oil, and now you know we've got over a hundred plus products. We just developed like 15 new products last week. Uh, so, you know, we use all natural ingredients, organic ingredients, uh, and it's really there for, you know, started as what for men. And now we've developed into a women's line and we're releasing a, a children's line. Where does your inspiration come from? How did this all get started? I have psoriasis and eczema. And so, you know, I, I struggled with uh, self-image a lot in high school uh, and college. Uh, I could only wear like light colored clothing because my skin would flake so bad. Oh, wow. Um, not just my scalp either. You know, my face uh, was real bad um, to the point I could get out of the shower and just pull skin off of my face. What does and, that do for your self-esteem? Uh, it, it, it's huge. I actually started wearing a beard because of it. Oh, not, to cover not it because up. I've been able to grow a beard since I was in eighth grade, <laughs> but to be able to cover it up because, you know, my, my skin would get real red. Uh, I have breakouts on, on my face of, of dry skin and things like that. And it really does, I think mentally, it really it really takes a toll on you, you know, and you're trying to create this image in high school, you know, I was a four sport athlete in high school, you know, on paper, it looked like I had a great high school life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in reality, I struggle with self-image a lot. And so I think that, you know, that's really where it comes from. And, and my wife, Jess, and I were sitting down one evening and just like, what if this could be a company? What could we do? And uh, at one of our favorites, I know it's not a local chain, but Hula Hands, that's, mm-hmm. that's one of our favorite. Oh, it's I was a, friends with the head chef there. I love Hula Hands. It's a scratch yeah. kitchen. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just dreaming up our, our lives of what it could be. And uh, we were talking about it. And the next day I filed for my LLC and my IRS paperwork and all that stuff. And just was like, oh. <laughs> I can't, you're already going, but that's me. That's mm-hmm. who I am. If you don't want to be psyched up and amped up about your idea, don't tell me because I want to take it to another level that you probably haven't even thought of yet because I just, I, I am passionate about seeing people succeed. And it started with a beard oil. It started with a beard oil. Now you have over a hundred products. Now we have over a hundred, I think it's 115 products now. Tell us about some of your newest ones. The newest ones are definitely the shower steamers. Uh, those are new. You know, we have a lot of men that aren't bath takers. I'll be honest, I take a lot of baths. My body hurts. Mm-hmm. I soak my body. I treat. I I take care of myself as, as much as I try to. If I had a tub, I would fit in. I would be a bath person. I know. I know. I, I think that's I, part of the big challenge. I, I wish I had. I, I want like an eight. I want like an tub. eight foot bed. Yeah. Uh, or a bathtub. So yeah. That, so I can fit down all the way in it and just yep. lay all the way down. 
Um, but shower steamers are in a sense like a bath bomb with the exception that, you know, we put menthol crystals in it as well. So, and you put it just outside of the reach of the shower. So, you know, when that water is just going over your shoulders, when you're Mm -hmm. facing away from it, right where that water hits across your shoulders onto the floor and the water is just starting to pull up, that's where you're going to put that shower steamer. And you want it nice and, and warm in there. I always tell people, don't turn your fan on. This is one of the times where I want to tell you, don't turn your vent on. You want to create and close the door. Uh-huh. You know, we've got a lot of people out there that shower with the door open. Yeah. This is one of the times, sh- close the door. You're going to create a spa sauna-like experience mm-hmm. with these shower steamers. You know, we really focus, my favorites are the lavender. Um, you know, we, we were having a discussion earlier. I, I suffer pretty, some, for some severe, pretty severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is huge for me uh, because I can put those on. Uh, guilty pleasure moment uh, yeah. and throw on some Enya. Doesn't have to be guilty. Some, there is nothing wrong right? with Enya. Some Enya. And, Love uh, Enya. And, and, Let's or, sail away, shall we? Right. M- more than that, the, al- the album leaf. That's that's mm-hmm. my go-to. And uh, and, and kind of get in, in a place where I can be at peace. Um, a lot of times I'll do my devotions in there mm-hmm. with it. But it just p- creates this, you know, atmosphere, this spa type atmosphere you're getting the menthol so you're clearing out your your nasal passages and your pathways uh and it just it just helps with i guess people would say bring you to your your place of zen mm-hmm. and your place of peace um that's a huge one right now uh our bath bombs are have been a staple for a while they go like crazy um how do bath bombs work i've never so, owned a bath bomb yeah. until today when you gave me one yeah so explain how bath bombs work. so uh, without giving the recipe away but bath bombs are bath bombs for the most part. There's you you can mess them up. So, okay. but basically the chemical reaction between the sodium bicarbonate and the citric acid, which for all of you that don't know what sodium bicarbonate is, it's baking soda. Mm, um, fancy. When all of and the oils and all the things in there that we put in there to to really benefit the skin, when those combine and they hit water, they create the reaction. So that's why you see it fizz. The mm. citric acid. Citric acid is in your soda, which is why it fizzes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it creates that. That's more aesthetically. It, it does have skin benefits, but aesthetically, you know, mm-hmm. the, the more it fizz, better. Um, is but, it just one bath bomb per, per bath? bath? Per okay. bath, yeah, one bath bomb per bath. Now, the shower steamer, however, you can. there's a couple different ways to use them. We make some pretty big shower steamers, four ounces. Depending on how long you shower, mm-hmm. it may last the whole shower. I'm a 45-minute shower person. Oh, my goodness. Don't judge me. That's the only place I get away from my kids where they're not allowed <laughs> to be in my bathroom. Okay. So while I'm in it's the shower. Boundary. So that's yeah. that, That's like my one place of quietness. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, mine lasts one shower. However, if you're a quick shower person, your significant other or you know mm-hmm. can, can jump in there after you and use it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or Yeah, it just kind of s- hangs save, around. Save water shower together. Now, Corey, tons of products. I notice a theme with all of them, though, because, yes, we're taking care of our skin, which is our biggest organ, but it seems to all have a mental health component to it as well. Absolutely. Tell me why that's so important to you. Um, I'll be honest. I w- you know, if, you, if you would ask me that question a couple years ago, e- even after I started the company, I don't know that I would have been able to give you an answer. Um, but you know, within this last year, I was hit with a pretty traumatic experience um, that I, you know, we don't need to go into detail with. But what you're was, welcome to if you want to. What was supposed to be something that was supposed to be one of the greatest times in my life, 
ended up being one of the most traumatic. Uh, I went on a, a trip to Minnesota and uh, Boundary Waters and was supposed to be, you know, amazing trip with my guys. And uh, I ended up getting lifelined out of there on a pottle hopper uh, wow. uh, to the hospital. I had a heat stroke, uh, kidney stone, and a panic attack, which I've never experienced before. I've never experienced a panic attack. Wow. And so, um, you know, that that really it bedridden me for about six weeks or so. My wife took over, just took over the company completely because I couldn't get out of bed. Um, and so I've really started to develop that and I've opened up and I've started taking, you know, talking to a counselor. That's the one thing that I would say, talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care how big and bad you are to be able to talk to somebody about the mental health issues that you're dealing with is incredibly important. I release some things uh, with my, with my guy that I speak with uh, that I've never talked about ever in my life. And I felt an immediate release from that and just taking care of yourself. But I will tell you this, you know, just on that health, that mental health side, I've never understood why people take their lives from mental health. I've never, I personally, I've never understood Mm -hmm. that. But in this moment that I had this year, I got to the point to where I could understand what they were going through. I didn't have those thoughts myself. But I knew where they were coming. I could understand where they got there if they feel like they had no hope or no support system. Right. Whereas me personally, this is me personally, I know I have a hope in Jesus mm-hmm. and I have a hope in my family mm-hmm. and my friends and my support system. But that was the lowest moment in my, in my life that I've ever gotten to to where I felt like I could understand why they would get there if they felt like they didn't have a hope or a support system. So the products really help with that. You know, you're the lavender, you know, that's, that's always with peace and relaxation and things like that. And we try to really focus on those things to take care of yourself. Self-care is so important. If you would have asked me 10 years ago what I would be doing with my life, if I'd be making skincare products and beauty products, I would have laughed uh, because it's not the, the route I was on. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I have no chemistry background at all. And so, you know, this just kind of have has happened. But I don't find my passion in this work. I find the passion and the people and the stories that I get back on the other end of the products helping them or the staff that is on my team that have come out of holes and things like that. Let's go back to when you were little. What did you want to be when you grew up? Tow truck driver. Tell us why. Because uh, you have the tow, you have the hook. The tow hook in your in our logo in your logo yeah and I know that's uh, special to you and you are tearing up right now. Huh. Um, Take your time. My grandfather was a uh, tow truck driver here in Indianapolis, um, pretty prominent. Uh, if you've been on the police department in the last twenty years and the the IPD back mm-hmm. in the day, the now now the IMPD, um, you knew who he was. You know Max Max's Towing was was well known, uh, and then when he merged in with Wheeler's Towing on the west side, you know he he's a pretty prominent person here in town. And we did it for and, decades. Uh, yeah. Um, Is it 45 years? 45 or 50 years. I, I know I was told that his uncle or his brother David was his older brother, and he drove him around for the first two years because my grandpa didn't have his license yet. Oh, wow. So that's how long yeah. you know, towing has been in, in that. And so I want to be a tow truck driver. That's, that's what I grew up doing. Uh, from the time I was six years old, he literally brought me home from the hospital in that tow, in, in a tow truck. Your grandpa did. Um, my grandpa did. I, I was raised by them. I, I was not raised by my parents. Um, and so, you know, that was just instilled in me. So hard work um, was instilled from the from very young. I remember times... Uh, 
you know, when I was six, seven years old, I would be out on accidents with him sweeping up the streets uh, and helping out and hooking up cars. You know, by the time I came around, he was already in his, you know, 60s, starting to get into his 70s. Mm-hmm. So I could get underneath the cars a lot easier than he could. Uh, that's before, you know, all these guys got the remotes from their cab now called uh, Snatchers. Yeah, it's very uh, fancy. So, yeah, it's very fancy now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know how to ro- run a new tow truck. Uh, but that's what I wanted to be. And that's that's what I, I saw myself doing until my life took a turn at 14 and I was adopted and shipped out to Southern Indiana and everything changed. Wait. Oh, okay. You're going to have to fill us in. So your grandparents were raising you. Yeah. What happened when you turned 14? Um, very stereotypical story. You know, I grew up on the near West side in the Hall, Hallville Stringtown area. Um, and, uh, I was, I was going down the, the wrong path very quickly, uh, making the wrong decisions, hanging out with the wrong people. Um, and, uh, Honestly, I don't know the exact event. I know that my mother came back into the picture and she wanted to take me away. So I ran and I hid. And I came back because of a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, I remember being handcuffed in my school. I went to Washington High School, George Washington Community School. And uh, they put me in a program called CHINSD, which is Child in Need of Services. Mm-hmm. And uh, put me in the Guardian's home on the east side. And... Uh, you know, I was there for a while, and then they told me that uh, a couple named Randy and Shelly Cole were going to come and get me, and they were going to be my new parents. Um, they had adopted my sister nine years before that, so I knew them. Mm-hmm. So the moment I heard their names, I knew that, you know, I was I knew where I was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I struggled with that. It was a culture change. I grew up in the hood. I did not grow up in the country. Yeah. And so when I get moved to the country... Uh, it was a it was a lifestyle change. I didn't fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard uh, being around people that didn't quite understand me. Uh, very simple minded on some things, mm-hmm. uh, racial things that I didn't understand. Uh, growing up where I grew up, there's love is love, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But they didn't. That's not what they believed down there, and so I didn't fit in down there. And uh, um, yeah, and so but that that kind of that moment in my life is when things changed. I went from. Okay, I'm going to be a tow truck driver. Um, I can't do that legally until I'm 25 uh, because of insurance reasons. So get a job as fast as you can. Don't die mm-hmm. and help memo and dad pay bills. That was my dream. I had no other aspirations. There was no playing sports or going off to college or anything like that. Don't die. Get a job as soon as you can so you can help take the pressure off memo and dad because they're getting old. Um, but when I turned 14... And all of that, that situation happened, the doors started to open up. Um, you know, the, you know, my, my parents that eventually ended up adopting me in, in 2003, uh, uh, that I had opportunities that I would have never had. Um, I was a four sport athlete. I was a national honor society member. I was a Christian honor society member. I was the editor of the school yearbook, uh, you know, and I had all these things going, but yet I still struggle with self image. Uh, because of my skin, uh, you know, and, and I had a lot of other things outside of that uh, extracurricular activities. I worked at Spring Hill camps for several years, mm-hmm. uh, every summer. Um, and I don't know, you know, I got to a point where I think I knew that I was never going to be a nine to fiver. Yeah. I think I knew that, you know, I grew up hustling, you know, that's why, I, that's why I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up. Well, doing, you're surviving. Yeah. It, it really is. Especially when, you know, People talk about, you know, my grandparents didn't raise me the right, or they raised me the best they could. And, and I think that's the best answer that you can give. 
they did the best they could. Mm-hmm. They were in their 60s and 70s. You know, they were older. And they have, you know, a young teenage boy in trying to handle me. They could not handle me. Mm-hmm. I was wild. Yeah. Was well, and crazy. the support system yeah. wasn't necessarily there either yeah, at the time. it really wasn't. And, you know, and, and there's a mindset that goes on when you grow up in that. And there's nothing bad. I'm not saying anything bad about that because I, I, I miss my family and, and I stay in contact with them. And, and I love all the people that I see get to come out of that neighborhood and, do, and change their lives. Um, but there is a mindset there because society tells us that we're not going to be anything. So mm-hmm. might as well accept it. I never accepted that. I never said that this, this is not what is just for me. I have two uncles in, in prison right now serving for murder, murder charges. Looking at 80, one's looking at 84 years and the other one's looking at, I don't know, a couple hundred years or something like that. I don't know. I don't stay in contact with them as, as much as I, I probably should. But, you know, society said I was going to go down this path. And I'm grateful for the opportunity that I had to go down that path because I was set up in a way that I can speak to that now when I go back to my school and I can talk to these kids and I can tell them there really is a grass is greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. You just got to have that mindset. You're going to do what society says you're going to do or you're going to change it and take control of it. Is that what motivates you to do what you're doing now? No, not anymore. If I'm being honest, it doesn't. What's going on now? My faith is what motivates me. I get emotional about it because even maybe two or three years ago, I wouldn't be proud to talk about it or as forward with it. But I want to see life change in people. I really do get excited to see people succeed in life. I'm not the person that's going to come and crush your dreams and, and hate on you for what you're doing. Do you? I don't care if we're in the same industry. Do you? Because if it means difference, making a difference in your family and breaking generational curses, do you? Coming up, the challenges and successes Corey has had along the way and what he wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Hi, I'm Lance. And I'm Mel. In the spring of 2012, we were walking around downtown Indianapolis. We were looking for someplace local for dinner. We threw out a restaurant name and Mel asked, Is it local? That simple question became a much bigger conversation and our company, Indiana Originals, was born. Every Indiana Originals member is certified local. That means the business is an Indiana-owned and operated company, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain. When you discover and support a business on our website or on our app, you are keeping more money in Indiana, helping our communities be unique, and creating jobs. If you spent 5% more on goods and services from Indiana, we would have $1.8 billion more for our schools and infrastructure. So when you break it down, that's just $35 per household per week. When you see the Indiana Originals badge, you know you are supporting local Indiana businesses. Download our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains and get your business certified local at indianaoriginals.com. Indiana Originals, leading local living. Hey, it's Jason here from McFarling Foods, your local distributor and restaurant partner. And I'm speaking with one of our associate buyers, Lexi Dames. Lexi, what's it been like to be Miss Circle City and also work at McFarling Foods? It's been so great. I I knew when I started that this was, it was more than a nine to five. 
for me. It felt more like a community, not just within like the office, but within our partners outside of the office. You know, it's so great to have you as an employee, as a colleague, as a peer. And we think it's a special community here at McFarling Foods. And I'm so glad to hear that that you feel the same. The second I walked into this building on my first day, I felt like I was already a part of the team. I wasn't just the quote unquote new girl. And I think that feel that extra support is something that I love and I'm so thankful for. And we're proud to support Lexi as she competes in July for the title of Miss Indiana USA. We've been chatting with Corey Cole of The Rugged Company, who started his all-natural quality skincare and beauty products line for everyday people in 2014. Yep. Corey, what is the hardest part about being a business owner? All the responsibilities. <laughs> when you're first starting out, I mean, you're you're the CEO, you're the CFO, the COO, the assistant. You know, you know what that's like. Yeah, you're um, the janitor, you're, you're the label you're maker, you're everything. You're everything. You know, I remember when we first started, Jess and I would watch Netflix, like hours and hours of Netflix, filling bottles with horse syringes mm-hmm. uh, to get the product into the bottles uh, and hand labeling everything. Um Oh my goodness, I can't, like, it's crazy to think about, like, that far where, where we are now. However, we do have some nights when stuff is last minute. We take some stuff home and, and pound it out in front of Netflix again. <laughs> uh, but I think the hardest part is just the demand of society, of the, the direction to go with it. You cannot be successful today without social media. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can. It's extremely difficult, but... You know, you need social media. So even someone's talking about you on social media to be successful if you're not right, talking about yourself. Absolutely. Uh, and so trying to navigate all that and learn all of that, I remember, I think actually you and I had had a conversation about it uh, several years ago about, I always said I never wanted to be big enough that I couldn't control my own social media. Mm-hmm. That was stupid. <laughs> and that was inexperience <laughs> because I don't have the experience to run my social media. I don't have the knowledge and I don't have the time to get the knowledge. I you need taught me stuff it. in the green room. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. Because well, I don't know. Well, let me ask my 23 year old assistant. She yeah. knows how to do that. I know. Yeah. I've, we've got a couple people that have social media that have our accounts. And it's like, dude, just get on there at night when you're watching TikTok and just like a bunch of videos and comment on people's stuff exactly. and, and post for me, please. Cause I just don't have the time. Like, well, and the point's to be social, right? right. You're supposed to be social right. on social media. But I, I, I've learned that, you know, you've got to be able to delegate so that you can go and do what your your skill set is for. How um, hard was that to give up some of those uh, pieces of the puzzle? So hard. And I didn't get there until Jess came on board. So this is our first year. Your wife. My wife, mm-hmm. Jess. This is our first year that Jess has had, we've been in a position financially that Jess could come on board and we could replace her income and she can come on and take take things on. She took everything over. She took everything off of my plate that she possibly could that I suck at. Organizational things. Yeah, I know what Things you like that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a visionary. I'm a big picture person. Jess is also a big picture person, but she gets the details far better than I can. Mm-hmm. I can say, this is where I want to go. She says, okay, here's A to Z how to get there. And then I go and do that. And so we work perfect together in that sense. I create the formulas. This is what I used to make 10 products. Or a lot of times it's like an odd number. 13 mm-hmm. is how many came out of this batch. Tell me how to make 10,000. Mm-hmm. 
And so she creates the numbers and math and, and formula and all that stuff. When we have really important formulas for other companies that we're making, uh, we we're incredibly fortunate to have a friend that is a chemist that we run our formulas by to make sure they're correct and 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 can remain balanced, pH balanced and and stable. And so, but outside of that, like it's so funny because staff now will come like they'll ask me, "Hey, what do you want me to do next?" I don't know. <laughs> You're not in charge anymore. I don't do. I don't know the schedule. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Well, it's a transition for them too, though, because is, they're used is. to relying on you. There You've is. had it is. A, a pretty stable community over the years, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it's it's changed now, though. You know, before it was always just me and maybe one or two other people. Now we have tw- we have twenty four families relying on us now. You know, and and that that's huge, and I take that responsibility very seriously. I'm a I have a very Dan Price type mentality. You know who Dan Price is? And I he's a guy that um, he has a tech company. I think he's in Silicon Valley, um, that he dropped his like multi-seven-figure uh, salary so that everyone at his place of business can make no less than, I think it's like $70,000 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, Dan, so, I do know who you okay. are. Thank you for listening. Sorry I didn't remember you for a second. I have a mindset of wanting to do that. Yeah. You know, I, I want in the next three to five years for no one to make less than X dollars mm-hmm. in my company. I don't want anyone scraping by, even if it's just a part-time job. Mm-hmm. I want them to, when I get on Glassdoor, I want to read, this is the best temporary or part-time job or best job ever. Yeah. That's what I want. And so that, I think that's been that transition piece for me. And it's been really hard to let go. I also have FOMO. Um, pretty bad. I'm fear of missing out. Uh-huh. Uh, and so we now have to schedule myself time to go back into the production room so I can stay in contact. And typically I just distract everyone by doing pallet jack races or... <laughs> I've seen some um, of that online. You know, thing, things like that. Um, you know, I bring the fun and the goofiness yeah. and, and stuff like that. That's so, part of your culture though, right? Is. And yeah. isn't that one of the most rewarding parts though is kind of building that community? Yeah. You know, when people think about working in a manufacturing facility, they think, oh, assembly lines. Yeah, we've got a couple of things that are assembly line, but it's people driven. It's not belt driven or anything like that. We wanted to create an atmosphere that people can feel comfortable in and and enjoy what they're doing. You know, we don't pay the most in the world. We're still a small business. However, you get to make bath bombs and smash coconuts with hammers and all kinds of, you know, kind of fun thing. You mm-hmm. know, not to mention these products that we're making are going to people that are they changing their life right now with that one gift? No. Over time, it could. Absolutely. I've gotten stories and, and feedback uh, over the years of people, you know, guys that no longer have injections mm-hmm. uh, from their eczema uh, because of switching the natural products and using our soaps and things like that. But yeah, we just wanted to create an atmosphere. And that's been probably the hardest part for me is taking a step back from being involved in the day-to-day so I can focus on what I do best, which for me is selling. Mm-hmm. I can tell the story. Yeah, we're about to do that in September, and I got to be honest, I'm really, really nervous. 100% confident right. in Courtney. She's currently our operations assistant, um, but we're going to be doing some role changes in September, and I am going to be focusing more on just sales and promotion, and I am going to be distanced away from kind of that everyday knowing what's going on all the time. And yeah, that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow. <sighs> it really is. Um, Because you want to know. You want to know everything that's going on. But in reality, to grow, we can't be involved in every little thing. I've had, I have to learn how to say no to things and not be involved as much in things. And like, 
you know, schedule that time out. You know, we, Jess and I have um, Grace on our team. You know, she's really stepped in. She's been with us for almost two years now. Um, she knows everything that we do. I can just say, Grace, I need this done. And she can, she's going to go do it. And she's going to do it with excellence. And she's going to lead our team with excellence. Um, you know, and, and there, there's those aspects of it. And Brittany is going to, you know, she's, we're going to give her systems. She's going to incorporate those systems for us. So we have those people in, in a leadership role that's the next step now. So Jess and I can start to step back and do some other things to help us grow. Because I'll be honest, Jess and I are a pair. I might be doing the selling but she's helping me get the numbers and creating all of the back end stuff. You know, Jess is truly the power horse to behind rugged right now. I'm I'm the distraction <laughs> that does pallet jack races and Lance and would like say that. the same thing. <laughs> My husband Lance would say the same thing. Corey, what would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? It's hard, but it's worth it. Especially if you're if you're the type of person like me, when I go into a nine to five job. And I'm far more excited than the owner is or the exec is, and I'm taking it to 110% and you're not being rewarded. There's something inside of you that's telling you, go do your own thing. But what I will tell you, don't just leave and not have any income. You need to make sure you can replace your income in some way. But do it. Take that step of faith. Trust that everything's going to be okay. And you need to do that. If, especially if you have a vision and have something you want to do, go do it. Why does supporting local and being known as an Indiana original matter to you? I think it's just it's the, the community that's based around it. You know, our attorney is an Indiana original. Our accountant is an Indiana original. Uh, video people that we used in the past are Indiana originals. You know, we have so many. Fr- I can't even. I don't. I don't know that I can give you all the names of all of our <laughs> friends that are Indian originals. Um, it's just a community and having an, a platform to be able to a bounce ideas off of each other, off like-minded people. I have this saying. I'm trying to get it caught on, and and I've coined it. If we, if small businesses focused more on uh, fostering a community over competition, our small business world would be so much more successful. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking everyone is a competitor and go learn from that person and take what they're doing, the nuggets that they're doing right, and add that to what you're doing. And that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give you. Stop looking at everyone that is one, two things. Stop looking at everyone as a competitor. Learn from them. You know what? If they're bigger than you, go talk to them because chances are they'll talk to you because they're bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Two, Stop looking at everyone's year 20 on your day one. It's taken them 20 years to get to there. That's powerful. Like I, I struggled with that in the beginning. For example, the Buck Brothers, mm-hmm. unless you're in my line, you're not really going to know who those guys are unless you're East Coast people, um, you know, all my Philly people and, and stuff like that. Um, those guys are doing incredible things. They just got a New Balance shoe deal wow. for the brand. I want a New Balance shoe deal. They're fourth generation. Uh huh. Four generations. I started this in my basement six years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I distinctly remember having a conversation with you. Gosh, this was, well, it's years ago now. But I said, Corey, Hootie and the Blowfish were together for 10 years before they became an overnight success. Yep. And thank you for bringing that back and reminding me of that too. Because... I mean, you know, you're in it. A lot of our listeners are business owners. And 
it is so easy to compare ourselves personally, and I know we do that in business. Yep. But that is a great reminder of not comparing your year one to someone's year 20. Or even year five. Yeah. One to five years is a massive difference in the business world. You learn so much so quickly. So much. There's so many things that I did not understand when I first started this company that I understand now. And there's so many other things that I don't under, still don't understand that mm-hmm. I'm still learning. Yeah. I still have people. I have my, my, my mentor, Afif Ganoon, who is the seed money extraordinaire, you know, raising capital fool, just amazing individual for whatever reason, saw something in me and took me on, on his side and, and let, lets me text him whenever I need to. And, and he shoots me straight. If I'm being stupid, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You need to do this, you know, and, and he's straight with me. So you got to find that person that's going to pour into you. And I try to do that as much as I can. So I'm always open to those questions and things like that. But what I haven't learned is time is money. Time is the only thing you can't get back. Protect your time. Your time is valuable. Pay yourself. You know, it, that, that all that's valuable. That's the only thing you can't get back. So you need, it needs to be worth it. If you're making $20,000 a year for 10 years, you can make 40 at Walmart. Mm-hmm. It can't be about the money. It's, you got to have something. There's got to be something else behind it. Yeah. For us, it's making products that are necessary, not just to make a product because we're making a product. You have any idea how many times I get people in Instagram chatting me, hey, you should make this. Cool, you're one people out of eight billion that have asked me to make that. Should I go spend ten thousand dollars on research and development and man hours developing this product so you can buy it? I appreciate the input. If I start getting trends of that, mm-hmm. let's jump into that. Mm-hmm. There's a trend, but you gotta you gotta know when to stay in your lane. You got you gotta be able to stay in your lane and, and go from there. Yeah. Well, and being part of a community who's kind of been through it before, it is helps you know, us. And sort that out. When we have these mixers and networking events with Indiana Originals, it, it is huge because there are so many there are so many people in there that are at all different stages of business and years and experience that it really helps. You know, Ben Cross, look at how many companies that guy's got. Mm-hmm. You know, and has started and, and done all these things. He's an incredible source of knowledge uh, for things. And and I can go on with other members. You know, uh, look at Kaplingers. Look at them. Yeah. Look at those guys growing. Uh, you know, so there's so many there's so many different things that you can gain from having a community like this you know and right now you know right now is a great time to start a company it sure is i yeah there are people hiring yes absolutely but if you are not in a in a good place mentally spiritually physically make a change make what's stopping you yeah so something you love you can't and i'll just shameless plug you know Skincare is a $67 billion industry. That's not a shameless plug. That's smart. Now is the time to jump in that. We, you know, we have our other side of, of things, TRC manufacturing, where we help you develop your brand. You don't have to worry about developing all these things. I come alongside you. I make the products. We brand it towards you. We help you push it. And we're your manufacturing arm. That's really the direction that Rugged has gone. I wanted 100 Rugged stores across the country, 1,000 Rugged stores across the country. I saw this need, a niche for small batch private label manufacturing, all these big manufacturing companies, 10,000 minimum units, Mm -hmm. 100,000 minimum units. I have products that start as low as 50, and you can get going. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's an industry I can't sell to everyone, you know. I just want my piece of the pie of it. Yeah. But- 
you can go in another route, you're going to have a different demographic, a different agenda with your products. We can help you do that. Corey, I love how much you love helping other people succeed. And besides IndianaOriginals.com and our app, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? Yeah, you can go to uh, RuggedCompany.com or TRCManufacturing.com and check us out there. Um, you know, big thing that we're doing right now is is with Make-A-Wish. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a board member on the Emerging Leaders Board of Directors for the Make-A-Wish Foundation for Indiana. And, uh, you know, we're sponsoring a little girl's wish right now. You know, I'm trying to get that done, and I, I believe we actually just saw a post that she she got her her wish granted. So awesome! We're super excited for Skyler. Now we're on to the next one. Corey Cole, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters, and thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mel. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Originals, Indiana Gifts, and McFarling Foods. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana original businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Learn more about why local matters at indianaoriginals.com and on our app powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana Originals, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Download the Indiana Originals app, powered by B&W Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Drains. And check out indianaoriginals.com.